News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Black Friday uh, today and Kira, it's never seemed as apt a description. Black Friday in more ways than one because of course we saw last night violent scenes erupting in Dublin following the attack on three children and a woman on Parnell Square, a five-year-old. And I think this is really important, Shane, that we remember this. A five-year-old is still in hospital critically ill after being stabbed outside Gaelskull Kloshtawira. And there is a significant guard of presence still in the city following the riots and clean-up operations, of course, have begun on O'Connell Street, Parnell Street and Parnell Square. Adrian Weckler, technology correspondent with the Irish Independent. You witnessed what unfolded on the streets of Dublin last night. Tell us what you saw. Yeah, I was caught up in it for about two hours uh, last night, Shane, and I've never seen anything like it in the decades that I've that I've lived in Dublin. Um, so the offices of the Irish Independent are located on Talbot Street, which is only about maybe five or maybe seven or eight hundred yards away from Parnell Square, where the the stabbing incident took place. I arrived on the scene at around. Six o'clock uh, at the top of O'Connell Street, the junction with Parnell Street, and it, there was already a significant crowd there, and there was already tension. There was a line of Gardaí blocking off uh, Parnell Square. The, the some of the crowd were starting to goad the Gardaí, um, but the, it got much much worse from there on in. Um, in Parnell Street, in particular, there were a couple of Gardaí cars, and the crowd, when they realised they wouldn't get onto Parnell Square, they started attacking the cars. They set the cars alight. They started kicking in windows. The Guardi then charged Parnell Street um, and forced the, the mob down uh, Marlborough Street. And so what happened then was that uh, the, just the violence just moved down to, 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 to Marlborough Street. Um, there were fires down there. Um, I saw more damage on uh, d- done to shops down there. And basically there was just an air of menace. Now there was some political chanting that was going on uh, but most of the people I saw involved in, in the damage were, were young men between the ages of about 16 and 21. And honestly, they just looked like they were up for, for violence. They just wanted to, to cause damage. Um, the, the political chanting that took place, was it in relation to closing the borders and so on? Was it, was it in relation there was to a little, immigration? Yeah, there was a little bit of that. There were, I heard chanting related to the killer of Ashling Murphy. I heard chants about... Um, you know, uh, Ireland is full. I, I heard some of that um, going on. It, you know, it was from a very small minority, it has to be said. Um, but, you know, there's no question that the, that element was there. There was, does, did seem to be some organisation as well. The young men who caused most of the damage, the vast majority of them seem to have scarves around uh, their... Their faces, I mean, I watched uh, and because the guards had cordoned off O'Connell Street and they were locking the centre down, the adjacent streets then became quite vulnerable. Um, On Abbey Street, for example, I watched as one convenience store was just destroyed. They just kicked the windows in. They went in. They took what they wanted. They came out. Um, It moved over to the south side as well because the guards eventually pushed the crowd down toward the Liffey I walked up Dame Street. I thought it was going to, it was going to be a lot quieter. I arrived in Temple Bar at the end of Temple Bar in Parliament Street, and the place was ablaze. I mean, they, there was one of the shop awnings was on fire. There was a, a fire in the middle of the street. Um, the Gardaí were about to charge another crowd there. So what was happening was every time the guards moved, the mob 
uh, to another street, um, they they just attack the street. Okay, um, uh, it sounds horrific. Did did you uh, personally feel threatened at at any point? It was very strange. I mean, I did witness one or two assaults, not many, I have to say, but um, it was a strange feeling because even though I was basically at the interface between them, I didn't get a sense that the crowd were out to attack individuals. I didn't see, for example, I didn't see, um, I didn't see any any ethnic minorities uh, targeted or attacked or, or anything like that. It really kind of did seem that the crowd just wanted to to cause mayhem and to to attack things. There was an air of lawlessness, of chaos, of almost a free hit on the city. There, there was an element of that. Um, but yes, I mean, uh, there was right behind me, uh, a, a, a man was uh, on Parliament Street, a man was was pretty badly assaulted. I also saw another man who was quite badly injured, who fell at the feet of the Gardaí, um, again on Parliament Street. I, I, I'm not sure how he was injured. So there were people who were being injured and, and there was an air of violence, but it 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 didn't feel like I was in the middle of... Uh, I, I didn't feel particularly. Okay. Um, uh, just very briefly, Adrian. I, I, I know you're you're not a security uh, expert. Mm-hmm. You are uh, an esteemed journalist. You're not a security expert. Y- your analysis, because there's been some some people maybe suggesting that the Garda didn't react quickly enough. I mean, there's no doubting the bravery and the courage of those Gardaí who were on uh, the front line. Did you feel they were adequately re- resourced, or was it just one of those situations? That was almost impossible to contain. It was very hard because the crowd not only was it huge, but it was dispersed. It was in different streets and different areas. Like while I was witnessing all this on the west side of uh, O'Connell Street, you know, Arnott's was being looted on Henry Street. There was other stuff going on on the other side. There were there were thousands of people there. I did see hundreds of Gardaí. I mean, r- reportedly, um, they uh, recruits came in from from outside the city. It did take them a few minutes each time to react to the to to you know to fires, to damage being done to shops. But they did arrive eventually, and you know they were pretty forceful when they did. They okay. did manage to lock the place down eventually. Okay, uh, Adrian Weckler, thank you indeed. Technology correspondent with the Irish Independent, thank you indeed. Uh, and you can check out um, Adrian's uh, Twitter field, uh, feed because uh, a lot of what Adrian witnessed is up on that uh, feed today. Yeah, thank absolutely. Yeah, he was actually extremely brave in what he was doing last night, reporting from the scenes. We should also point out that Drew Harris, uh, Garda Commissioner Drew Harris, is currently giving a press briefing and we'll be bringing you an update on that. Very 34 sh- people arrested. It was one of the, the key lines coming from that uh, briefing. And we will be bringing you more on that shortly but first we're going to Norma Foley Minister for Education good morning to you Minister three, good morning Kira. three tiny school children and their carer attacked at the gate of a school your reaction oh um, for sure Kira. I think I think all of us we have been just shocked appalled and, and horrified beyond measure by, by what unfolded uh, early yesterday afternoon in Parnell Square you know children and their care are going about what we would all see as everyday activities, you know, being collected from school and making their way to, you know, after school or going home or the orderness of it has really, I think, perplexed and shocked us all. But I I, I do want to extend my sympathy and indeed my support and that of everyone in the world of education. I think wider society, you know, to the children, to their carer, to their families, um, and of course the school community. And I do want to say that the National um, 
education psychological service um you know our, our school psychologists um have been in the school um all of yesterday afternoon um are working with the school and supporting the school and i want to acknowledge the the fantastic work um of the school staff i've spoken with the school principal and he is fulsome in his acknowledgement of the great support that they are receiving, you know, from everyone, from yeah. the wider community, from uh, Garda Siakana, uh, the first responders and indeed people, the next People team. are extremely shocked. I, I don't think I will ever forget seeing the sight uh, on social media of paramedics working on a child on the side of the road with a pink school bag lying beside them at their feet. It, it, it was an extraordinary and an abhorrent attack on our most innocent members of society. It really genuinely was. That support, how long will that support be in place for a minister and what will it entail? Because we spoke earlier to one of the North Inner City councillors and the children and the people of that area are extremely, I think the whole country is shocked, frankly, but certainly in that area, this is a traumatic event. Oh, there's absolutely no doubt about that. And um, our next team, the school psychologists, um, will work with the schools as long as the schools will need it. Um, just so that people would know, all of our schools across the country will have what's called a critical incident plan. We would hope that they would never, ever have to invoke that. But in instances like occurred yesterday, um, the critical incident plan is invoked. Um, the next teams move in to support So the that staff, was invoked really, yesterday after this occurred? Uh, Yes, uh, like uh, that's, you know, that's the instant reaction within a school. And over the coming days, you know, there will be a critical incident um, management team within the school and NEPS will work to support them to support the children. And best practice tells us really that children are, you know, um, best supported by those that need, that know them best. They, they, there's a comfort in the, um, I suppose, the familiar for them. So um, the, the staff will be there to, to support the, 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 um, the children, but equally so the next team, the psychologists will be there to work with the staff to, to ensure everything is as it should be. And this, this will be a process and, you know, that process will unfold yeah. as it needs to unfold. No, no two incidences will be no, the no, same. No, no, of course. So and, and this, it, is, it, and this it will, is an extraordinary set of circumstances circumstances, there's no question. We're still hearing that, that that one of the children is very ill in hospital. We have no current update on, on how ill, but that there is still one of those children, a five-year-old girl, still still currently very ill in hospital in Temple Street. Um, have you been in touch with the family or will you be in touch with the family? Well, I have in the first instance spoken directly with the school and, um, I, you know, I would be guided by this, um, you know, by the school there. And um, as I said, you know, um, I spoke with the principal who in turn had spoken with the um, with the parents of all um, of the children involved. And, you know, we, we will engage directly when it, at an appropriate time. But our professional staff that would be, as I said, our school psychologists are you know, to the forefront here. And I think um, it's important that they be allowed to do their work. And I, I think it is quite overwhelming too when we see the reaction um, from the wider community yesterday, those who were passerbys. Um, just the, the, the instinct of everybody yesterday was to to shield, to protect, to guard and to mind the children. And I think that was an extraordinary act of selflessness yeah. also by the school community and by the wider community too. So uh, we will all do what is necessary and what we can to support the families and the school community at this very difficult time. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning on all of that. That is Minister for Education, Norma Foley. Two things stood out for me yesterday, Shane. Yeah. Not only the actions of that Brazilian delivery driver. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.